Sport on RTE Radio 1. Now with the time, uh, what time? Eight thirty-three. Des Cattles here at the Sports News. Morning again. Yeah, good morning to you, Gavin. Well, in golf this morning, Leona Maguire made a blistering start to her second round at the HSBC Women's World Championship in Singapore, but she has since slipped back a little. She had four birdies in her opening eight holes. She was enjoying second place and six under, but since then, two bogeys in the middle of her round have seen her slip back to four under par after 13 holes. That's five shots behind the leader, Danielle Kang, who's on nine under. Kang's having an incredible round. She's picked up eight shots so far today. Last night, Shane Lowry and Seamus Power were the best of the Irish after round one of the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Florida. Both began with a level power round of 72, but they're seven shots behind the leader, John Ram, who finished birdie, eagle, birdie to lead by two. Padraig Harrington and Rory McIlroy are one over par after 73. In Gaelic games, Limerick hurler Kyle Hayes is to serve a one-match ban for an incident in last Sunday's game against Galway. He'll miss next week's game at Westmeath. The Limerick team head off to Portugal today for a warm weather training week. In soccer, there are a few very significant games in tonight's Premier Division action. The leaders, Bohemians, go to neighbours, Shelburne. Defending champions, Shamrock Rovers, host last year's runners-up, Derry City. Dundalk are at home to St. Pat's. Sligo Rovers go to Drogheda. And it's Cork City versus UCD. Well, Shamrock Rovers versus Derry is a live TV game. And Tony O'Donoghue has been talking to Rovers manager Stephen Bradley about the fact that they have dropped points and had men sent off in their two opening games. Well, the sending off is a mixture of a few things, but we, we definitely do improve on that. We, we can't be given referees' decisions to make. We're too good for that. We're too experienced for that. And, and unfortunately, we've done that the last few weeks. But it's very unlikely because if you look back at our record, um, but it's definitely something we need to improve. Um, dropping the points has obviously been the knock-on effect of having players sent off. So, um, yeah, I think there's been some really good aspects in our play, especially on Friday night. We, the game should have been over. It wasn't. We get sent, uh, players sent off and then we get another man sent off and it changes the whole outlook of the game. But um, yeah, We just need to remain calm and, and get back to what we do. Pico Lopez, uh, Dan Cleary, Lee Grace. Like that's, to take any of those out of your team is difficult, but to have the three of them missing at the one time, that's quite the challenge. Yeah, it is. But look, this is why uh, the season is the season because different challenges are thrown up at you every week. You have to deal with them. I've said I believe the squad is the strongest we've had and I've no doubt whoever plays will step up and the players always step up and I've no doubt they'll do that again. We don't want to be missing key players through suspension but that's the way it's, it's worked out. We've made mistakes, we've got punished uh, we need to accept them and we need to move on and, and like I said, the players that come in will be fine. Gary O'Neill likely to move to centre-half. You've played him there before. He seems to like it as well. Yeah, Gary's a clever footballer. He understands the game. He reads the game really well. Um, whether you play him centre-half, midfield or up front, he, he'd do a good job because he's clever. Um, he's played centre-half a few times for us and uh, I've no doubt we need him there tomorrow. You know that the media, people in general, supporters, will talk about the psychological element of a result against Derry. If they win, they'll consider it a, a, a big scalp. What about from your point of view? Every three points is big, uh, Tony, whether it's Derry on Friday, Cork on Monday, um, the reason you're successful is because you treat every game the same and every week the same and, and that's been our approach the last three or four years and, and that'll be no different going forward. I understand the media and fans uh, will, will build it up and talk about it and that's, that's nice, it's good, it's good for the league, it's healthy uh, but in here we've got to focus on our performance and what we do on a daily basis. 
That's Stephen Bradley. Now there'll be a big crowd at that game, obviously. And Munster Rugby will also be hoping for a big crowd for their game tonight in the URC. They face Scarlets at Musgrave Park in Cork. And Orgy Snyman has been included in the Munster replacements. That's great news because he's been sidelined with that cruciate ligament injury for 17 months. The Munster coach, Dennis Leamy, has been talking about the threat posed by Scarlets. They've been playing very, very well. A uh, very good attacking team. Loads of talent in terms of pace and the ability to play. So, um, you know, we've got to focus and get that job done really, really well on Friday night in Cork. And look, hopefully we'll get a big crowd there to support us. We're going to need all that, you know, that, that vocal support that the Cork crowd bring. And um, look, it'll be a big night for us. But hopefully we can start with putting in a good performance. In athletics, it's day two of the European Indoor Championships in Istanbul and at least one Irish athlete will run in a final today with Luke McCann having qualified yesterday in the 1500 metres. Gary Moran is there. Yes, more on McCann coming up in a moment. But first news of the four Irish athletes who have already been in action here at the Atakoy Arena this morning with the session starting two and a half hours ago. First up in the very first race was Kate O'Connor, a heptathlon silver medalist in last year's Commonwealth Games and previously a European under-20 silver medalist as well. Indoors, it's a five-discipline pentathlon starting with the 60-metre hurdles where her time of 8.64 left her ranked 12th out of 13. She will move up a few spots with 1 metre 74 in the high jump. Still to come, shot long jump and 800 metres. There were three Irish competitors in the heats of the women's 400 metres. Charlene Maudsley, second in her heat in 52.59, is into this evening's semis. Sophie Becker and Kleena Manning, despite a personal best of 54.21, are out. In about 50 minutes' time, Joan Healy will go in the heats of the 60 metres. The semis are this evening, as is the final of the men's 1500 metres, where 24-year-old Luke McCann will run in his first senior international final. With college now in the rear-view mirror and McCann training as a full-time pro athlete, there was no doubt that he was in good form coming here. His 3 minutes 34.76 in Birmingham last Saturday proved that. And while Jakob Ingebrigtsen is the strong favourite for gold, with Neil Gourley of Britain, who won McCann's heat yesterday, also a likely medalist, McCann doesn't feel out of place as he sometimes did in the past so after last night's semi I asked him about his expectations for today I have absolutely no idea to be honest like I have to go back and chat to my dad and my coach about it um, like we have to look at who the field, who's in the, like I would have expected my teammate Andrew Costner to be there as well and, um, unfortunately he's just missed out by, by one spot I think so um, yeah, we'll have to look at who's in it we know obviously the big dogs are still there with um, Neil and, and Jakob but I don't know, anything can happen in a final, especially at the moment. I think that bronze medal is up for grabs between a lot of people. So, um, I don't know, I'll have to see. That 1500 metre final is off at 20 to 6 Irish time, live in RT2 television. News of it, of course, in drive time here on Radio 1 also. OK, thanks for that, Carrie, and good luck to Luke McCann. In boxing, Katie Taylor has taken to social media to offer English fighter Chantelle Cameron a fight at a weight of her choosing in Taylor's homecoming bout on 20th of May. Taylor was set to face Amanda Serrano in a world lightweight title rematch in Dublin, only for the Puerto Rican to pull out because of injury. Finally, racing news, Henry de Bromhead says Aplutard is on course for his Cheltenham Gold Cup defence, and today's racing action is at Dundalk, and it begins at 455 